Hey fam, hello, 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 hello. I miss you guys, I love you guys. It's been a minute, okay? But guess what? Your girl's here now. <laughs> and this is going to be more of a, just we're going to be led by the spirit today, okay? I'm going to be led and we're going to just flow, okay? Let's see where he takes us. So, Father, as we surrender to you in the name of Jesus, Lord, use my mouth, use my words, Father. I pray that you increase, Lord, and I decrease, Father. I plead the blood of Jesus over my brothers and sisters and over this episode, and we bind up any enemy that try to come up against this word, Father, and that's in Jesus' name, Lord. Amen. Okay, family. So, um... I was just laying in my bed and I was watching, you know, I like to watch my videos. I read my word and, um, right. Cause the word I read is the plug for the next word, but this is just, you know, just be waiting for the next word because listen, the Lord's speaking. Okay. It's just sometimes, you know, I might take, your girl might take a long break, but that's because I want to make sure that I am speaking what God tells me to speak. I don't, not saying that the Lord can't give me a word every day, not saying that I don't speak to the Lord every day, but it's like, y'all my family and like, I, I'm going, the Lord, he trusted me to talk to y'all, so I'm going to make sure that I submit to my God Okay, and I get what he said from the throne. Okay, not what I think he said, what I know he is saying. That's why sometimes I'd be taking these long breaks. But family, this is a little shameless plug. Like if you miss me, just go back an episode. Pick your favorite episode. Why don't we do this, right? Pick your favorite episode, right? And share me on your favorite social media platform. Why don't you do that? If you miss your sis, do that. Because then you listening to me and then you sharing me with other people and then y'all can just talk about me, you know? <laughs> Shameless plug. Um, <laughs> but glory be to God, because don't think that your sis is glory be to God. I'm just saying, if you miss us, because it's the beauty within me, which is the Holy Spirit, Okay. I boast to the Lord, not in myself. I'm just saying, because, you know, the Lord has blessed me with a personality that is a vibe. I know my, listen, because, <laughs> let's just get to the word, okay? Let's just get to the word. So, the Lord was saying, be unapologetically you, right? So, be unapologetically you. And at first, I took it for me. I'm like, okay, Lord, like, because, you know, I was like, okay. But then, no, like, because I came to the bathroom, I started, like, doing my, like, I started, like, washing my face and stuff. You know, just getting myself, making myself feel good. Because those things can make you feel good, you know? And I began to understand that that's just not a word for me. It's a word for you, too, fam. So, I was listening to this song, right? And... He said, I've never been perfect, but I've been chose. Okay? And I'm put it, I'm gonna put the, the song in my description. But he said, never been perfect, but I've been chose. And I was like, that's a vibe. Because 
I know I'm not perfect, but the Lord chose me. The Lord still knit me in my mother's womb. He still formed me. I was I was out here dead in these streets, but he has came with that resurrection power. And now I'm, I can see. I was blind, but now I can see because that resurrection power. And I give all the glory to God for that because, listen, he the biggest vibe. He is the biggest vibe. And I'm just the extension and sis and bro, you are the extension of his vibe because he's a vibe. <laughs> he is the best one, okay? And I'm just, I just, you know, I'm his, I'm his child, you his child. So we're just extensions. But I just was like, okay. Hold on, fam, because I, I had drawn, like, drew like, I, I, listen, sorry. I had to just have a silent moment for a minute. But you have to say that to yourself. You've never been perfect, but you've been chosen. God knew everything you was going to do when he was forming you. He says that I am the alpha, the omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. He sees it. He sees you from the end to the beginning. He knew everything you were going to do. But guess what? He that, that, um, what's that Bible verse? Hold on, family. Hold on, fam. Cause you know, I want to, I want to, uh, he that. Hold on, man. Let's go to Philippians 1 and 6. And it says, And I am certain that God who began the good work within you will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. And you have to remember that. Like he started a good thing in you and he's going to bring it to the end. Yes, you might have a, a past that is like, listen, because who are we to judge? So I'm not going to say how crazy your past might be, but you might have, you know, you might have been living your best dead life at a point because we all had we all thought we was living our best life but really we was living our best death because we was out here spiritually dead in these streets and it's a it's a a freedom when you can just admit that i'm not who i was yes i did those things yes i repented yes it's under the blood and i'm gonna be unapologetically me about it i'm not gonna sit here and act like i'm perfect patty i'm not gonna do that i'm gonna tell you what i did but i also i'm gonna tell you how the lord helped me overcome i'm gonna tell you how once i was lost but then the lord came and found me i'm gonna tell you about how i was that one sheep that went astray and he left the 99 to come and get me that's what it's about family and that's what it's when we're called to be unapologetically us that's what he's talking about be you walk how you walk talk how you talk be the person i have called you to be yes i place gifts on the inside of you but you are who makes those gifts what it is like your personality is what is going to draw people to your gifts be you don't be nobody else right so let's look up the definition of unapologetically right and it says in a manner that does not acknowledge or express regret cast down that spirit of regret yes you could have been like like we said you could have been out in these streets hard but it's under the blood and if the lord said he has forgiven you it is so okay stop dwelling on who you used to be 
Stop doing that because you were chosen. You were, you're here for just a time as this. Okay. Just for a time as this, you are here. You went through things in your past. Yes, it, the enemy made it for meant it for your bad, but God is getting ready to turn it around for your good. Your testimony will bring back God's lost sheep. It will open so many eyes, family. What you have been through will open so many eyes. And they will be like, wow, God forgave you for that. I just thought that I was too far gone. You know, like, don't be ashamed of where you used to be. Because, listen, the, the, the common word is where you used to be. Where you used to be. Tell them where you at now. And if you still feel like you still, where you, you well, if you're not in where you used to be, if you, what's the... What's the current tense of not... Be, okay, hold on, family. Let me think of the right word. Father, give me the right word. If you are still in the sins that you know that are wrong, right? It's a humbling factor when you can go to God's feet and say, Lord, I know that you see these things in my life, Father. Help me turn from these ways. Help me be the person that you have created me to be. Family, do not conform to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Don't sit here and be like, oh, I need to be like that. I need to dress like that. I need to act like this. Be who you are. Be who you are. Yes, you can like these things. Yes, I'm not saying that you can't like be like, oh, I like them shoes. Let me go get them shoes. I'm not saying that. Don't covet. Now, I'm saying to be coveting. Be like, mm, she thinks she cute because she got them shoes on. Don't be like that. But if you like them, go ahead and get them. But don't be like, I have to be like her because she's getting this, this, and this. Or I need to be like him because he's getting this, this, and this. You be you. Be unapologetically you. Just be you. I'm telling you, you a vibe. God is your father. So you are a vibe. Okay. (laughs) You are a vibe. You don't have to be like nobody else. And I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm repeating it, but the Lord, obviously he wants these things to be said because he needs to get it through your mind that you, he has called you. He has chosen you to be you. Okay. A lot of times, and I used to be like this too. I used to watch a, like, um, like in the very beginning when I was like, Lord, I'm going all in, right? I'm going all in, Lord. And I used to watch like a whole bunch of videos and I would feel like I'm never going to be like that. I'm never going to be that person. And, and, and the enemy would use that to beat me down. Like, yeah, you're never going to be like that. But it had, God had to show me Jay, because that's not you. That's not your personality. That's not what I called you to be. Yes. You and that person can have same gifts, but they're different than you. I made their personality so much different. And that's okay because you're still an extension of me. You get to bring, and family, this is the word for you. We get to bring in our different personalities and our different ways of thinking. We all get to bring a different version of God. Hallelujah. With the same message, you know. With the same message. But the way that you act, you're an extension of the Lord. You get to show God in a new light. So don't try to be like nobody. Don't try to mimic nobody. Be yourself. Be yourself. That's what God wants you to do. He don't want you to be like nobody else. That's why he says, do not conform to the world. When you look in the world, right? Don't it be seeming like family for real, for real. Like for real. Don't it be seeming like everybody be kind of looking the same when they in the world. 
I'm just saying. Like, go on social media, scroll through your social media, and don't, like, you probably going to see people on there that are, like, triplets or quadruplets. And, like, it's because, like, why do you want to look like that person? Why do you want to dress like that person? Why do you want your body to look just like that person when God has made you to be you? He has called you to be you. Okay. So let's go to the book of Esther, chapter two. Um, let's start at. All right, let's just start at the top. But after Xerxes' anger had subsided, he began thinking about Vashti and what she had done and the decree he had made. So his personal attendant suggested, let us search the empire to find beautiful young virgins for the king. Let the king appoint agents in each province to bring these beautiful young women into the royal harem at the fortress of Susa. Haggai, the king's eunuch in charge of the harem, will see that they are all given beauty treatments. After that, the young woman who most pleases the king will be made queen instead of Vashti. This advice was very appealing to the king, so he put the plan into effect. At that time, there was a Jewish man in the fortress of Susa whose name was Mordecai, son of Jair. He was from the tribe of Benjamin and was a descendant of Kish and Shemi. His family had had been among those who King Jehoiachin of Judah had been exiled from Jerusalem to Babylon by King Nebuchadnezzar. This man had a very beautiful and lovely young cousin, Hadassah, who was also called Esther. When her father and mother died, Mordecai adopted her into his family and raised her as his own daughter. As a result of the king's decree, Esther, along with many other young women, was brought to the king's harem at the fortress of Susa in the place of Haggai's care. Haggai was very impressed with Esther and treated her kindly. He quickly ordered a special menu for her and provided her with beauty treatments. He also assigned her seven maids, specially chosen from the king's palace, and he moved her and her maids into the best palace in the harem. So, family, let's just stop right here, right? Do you see the favor that was on Esther's life? Esther just showed up. He just showed, she just showed up. She, and she wasn't sitting here trying to be like, no, none of the young other women. It don't say that in the word. We just going by what the words say. And all we see right here is Esther just showed up. And it says he was very, hey guy was very, impressed with Esther and treated her kindly. He quickly ordered a special menu for her and provided her with beauty treatments. He also assigned her seven maids, specially chosen from the king's palace, and he moved her and her maids into the best place in the harem. Do you see how being yourself can provide such favor? If you're being, if you're trying to act like somebody else, if you're mimicking the world, you're, you, 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 the person that wants that God wants to the, um show you favor, He wants to use that person to grant you so much favor. If they can't see who you truly are, you can miss it. That's why you have to be yourself. All Esther did was show up. That's all she did, and that's what God calls us to do. All His children, okay, just show up, just show up and be you, be you. Yes. Talk about your Lord. Glorify his name. But be you. 
be you. You don't have to be like people that you watching and, and you feel like that. That like, oh, God loved them more because God does not have a respecter of person. Look how Jesus died a criminal's death. You cannot sit here and be like, oh, God loved that person more than me. I can never be that person. You're correct about one thing. You can never be that person because God called you to be you. Okay. He called you to be you. Just walk, walk in your authority. Walk in the abundance that God wants to produce for you. Just walk in it. Just walk in it. Just being yourself with your own shoes on, okay? Don't put nobody else's shoes on. You put on your shoes and you walk in the authority. You receive the favor and the grace that God has placed over your life. Stop looking at somebody else's grace. Stop looking at somebody else's favor and pay attention to your own grace and favor. Okay, family? Esther had not told anyone of her nationality and family background because Mordecai had directed her not to do so. Every day, Mordecai would take a walk near the courtyard of the harem to find out about Esther and what was happening to her. Before each young woman was taken to the king's bed, she was given the prescribed 12 months of beauty treatment. Family, you know what came to me when it says Esther had had not told anyone of her nationality and family background. Family... You don't have to go around being like, because, you know, we can give glory to God's name. So I'm not saying about this. Remember, I said we can give glory to God's name. But you don't got to every two seconds tell somebody, oh, I, um, I'm like, just how can I put this? You shouldn't have to tell nobody that you are a follower of Christ. They should see it. You should be, people should see you and be like, oh, I see God. You get what I'm saying? That's how it it, is supposed to be. You don't have to tell anybody. They should be able to see, oh, that's God in her. I see the God in her. I see the God in him. That's how it should be. Okay. You don't have to tell anyone about your nationality or your family background. They should see it. Every day, Mordecai would take a walk near the courtyard. Okay, we already read that part. Before each young woman was taken to the king's bed, she was given the prescribed 12 months of beauty treatment. Six months with oil of myrrh, followed by six months with special perfumes and ointments. When it was time for her to go to the king's palace, she was given her choice of whatever clothing or jewelry she wanted to take from the harem. You see how God, God even cared. Is that showing you right there? God cares about your upkeep. He cares about how how you look and how you um how you smell and and what you're wearing. He cares about those things. Allow God to do what God can do. He will provide a way because he doesn't want his his daughters. He don't want his queens walking around looking any type of way because it's like portrayed like Christians are supposed to be poor and we're supposed to be struggling. But no, we are kings and queens, okay? We are king. We are the real royalty, okay? These people in the world think they no they not okay no they not the real the real kings and queens is is the the daughters and the sons of the king okay because we are called to be like our father we are called to be made in his image so we are yes little kings and little queens out here in these streets and the lord wants you to know that okay he he will provide for you the um 
the 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 choice of whatever clothing or jewelry that you want to take from the harem because all of it is his he wants to give you his riches but he needs you to know i need you to be you i'm calling you to be you i need you to be you just show up show up and show out by what is within you just show up and show out be you that evening, she was taken to the king's private room, and the next morning, she brought to the brought to the second harem, where the king's wife lives. There, she could be under the care of family. I don't know that word. The king's eunuch in charge of the concubines. She would never go to the king again unless he had especially enjoyed her and requested her by name. Esther was the daughter of Abihel who was Mordecai's uncle. Mordecai had adopted his younger cousin, Esther. When it was Esther's turn to go to the king, she accepted the advice of Haggai, the eunuch in charge of the harem. She was asked for nothing. She asked for nothing except what he suggested, and she was admired by everyone who saw her. So you see how um, Esther, she she liked the counsel. She didn't reject wisdom and knowledge. She was like, okay, I'm only going to do what you what you telling me to do, and that's how you got to be with the spirit. Follow the leading of the spirit, Lord. When the spirit prompts you to go and ask for this. Or don't ask for anything. Just just do it with the with the spirit suggests you to do. You it, it, he was he was helping her to receive her favor, and that's what you have to understand. The Holy Spirit is here to help you to receive the favor and the grace, fam. Hallelujah. Esther was taken to King Xerxes at the royal palace in the early winter of the seventh year of his reign. And the king loved Esther more than any of the other young women. You see how the, it was just the favor for Esther. It was the favor and the grace for Esther. Okay. He was so delighted with her that he set the royal crown on her head and declared her queen instead of Vashti. Out of all the women, hallelujah, out of all the women that was brought to Xerxes, right? He said Esther. And all Esther did was walk into the kingdom and be herself. Yes, she followed the leading of the council. Yes, because she, she Esther wasn't stupid. She knew that um his eunuch knew, like, knew what uh, Xerxes liked. Like she knew it. She was like, all right, I can listen to him because this is why I counsel him. Like this is somebody that lives in the palace. He know what to do. You get what I'm saying? And also it's just the spirit that's within you family. And that's what it gotta be. God's spirit. The spirit that God has placed in you will, will suggest and it will lead you for you to receive such favor. And while you just being yourself, hallelujah, the Lord will have people placing crowns on your head and you like that. I'm just me. You can, you can, it is, it's a freedom when people just like you because of who you are. It's just because of you. You're not living this fake life acting like this is who you are and it's not even you. Why wouldn't you want people to love you, right, for who you are? Why wouldn't you want them to love you for something, body that you're not? You get what I'm saying? He declared her as queen and all Esther did was show up. Ugh. 
To celebrate the occasion, he gave a great banquet in Esther's honor for all his nobles and officials, declaring a public holiday for the provinces and giving generous gifts to everyone. Even after all the young women had been transferred to the second harem and Mordecai had become a palace official, Esther continued to keep her family background and nationality a secret. She was still following Mordecai's direction, just as she did when she lived in his home. Glory be to God, okay? Glory be to God. Um, Lord. As you, okay. Because as you read Esther, you know, um, Mordecai tried to start, not Mordecai, um, what's the dude's name? Because Mordecai is her cousin, cousin daddy, because you know, he adopted her. So, um. Haman, Haman, you know, wanted to set out a plot for Mordecai because low-key, I feel like, it, my opinion, and I'm pretty sure if you read it, it might be your opinion, that Haman probably was a little bit jealous of Mordecai for some way. But it was just because, you know, when you are daughter of the king or you're the son of the king, you hold such a weight and such authority. You have such a light that you don't even know that you're walking in authority. And then you got the devil's kids just mad at you. you like, I don't even know why you mad, boo. Because it's plenty of it's plenty of mansions in my father's house, you know. But they just be mad, for real. But, you know, he tried to set them up. Then he wanted the Jews and stuff to get killed. And then, you know, that's when Mordecai was like, don't be thinking because um, just because you uh, you queen or whatever, that you're not going to die either because the decree is for all the Jews. So, Esther, don't be thinking that just because you got a little bit of royalty that this decree don't mean nothing. So, you know, I'm just paraphrasing what happened. So then we get to chapter five. And Esther is still receiving um, favor. And it's it's like, because, you know, let's go to the bottom of chapter four. Hold on, my son's here. Hold on, hold on, fam. Okay, so let's go to the bottom of four. Okay. Chapter 4, verses 13. Mordecai sent this reply to Esther. Don't think for a moment that because you're in the palace, you will escape when all the, the other Jews are killed. If you keep quiet at a time like this, deliverance and relief for the Jews will arise from some other place. But you who are relatives will die. But you and your relatives will die. Who knows if perhaps you were made queen for such a time as this. Hallelujah. Family, you were made queen for such a time as this. And that's why the Lord needs you to be yourself. Because who you are will bring all his children back home. Not putting on a front for who you think that you should be. But actually being who you are. Waking up in the morning and deciding that I'm going to be unapologetically me. That's what you are called to do. You were made queen such for a time as this. God has placed that crown on your head for such as a time as this that is why he is calling you this is a call i'm sounding the alarm to be you be you okay just be you 
Then Esther sent this reply to Mordecai, Go and gather together all the Jews of Susa and fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days or three nights. My maids and I will do the same. And then though it is against the law, I will go in to see the king. If I must die, I must die. So Mordecai went away and did everything as Esther had ordered him. So here goes a sidebar story. This was like, I was in the wilderness, okay? <laughs> I was in the wilderness and I was like, okay, I'm going to go on a fast. The Lord didn't call me on a fast. I was like, I'm about to go on a fast. So y'all know what your girl picked. Your girl tried to pick this Esther fast. Not eating or drinking, right? For um what? Three days, don't eat or drink. Nothing. Who by the end of day one, I'm about to like, listen, I was about to really go ask the Lord up close and personal my request because Shorty was like, Shorty was like, I, I was, I was just, listen, I'ma just tell you this. Don't call yourself no fast. You seek the Lord, okay? Because per the Lord's instructions, they had the grace to do this fast. And that's why Esther was queen just for a time as this. Because she called the fast, right? And who can who can you really sit there and be like, without God's grace, without his grace, are you going to be like, yeah, I can do a three-day dry fast, no eating, no drinking? But by the power of God, that's by the power of God, you can do that. Because I'm telling you, by the end of day one, I was almost about to be able to make my request straight in the kingdom. Just straight up like at my father's feet for real, for real. (laughs) That says, I'm telling you, don't be putting yourself on a fast. You ask the Lord, okay? You let him provide you the grace for that fast. Um, it says, so let's go to chapter five on the third day of the fast, Esther put on her royal robes and entered in the inner courts of the palace, just across from the King's hall. The King was sitting on his royal throne facing the entrance. When he saw Queen Esther standing there in the inner court, he welcomed her and held out the gold scepter to her. So Esther approached and touched the end of the scepter. Then the king asked her, what do you want, Queen Esther? What is your request? I will give you, give it to you, even if it's half the kingdom. Hallelujah. And that is the grace. All Esther did was walk into the room, family. Listen, all the Holy Spirit is trying to do today, he's setting the scene for you to tell you, just walk in and be yourself. When he gives you this land that he promised you, be yourself. Stop looking around trying to figure out what you need to be and what you need to act like and follow his leading and be yourself. You don't got to be like her. You don't got to talk like him. You don't got to dress like her. Just be yourself. Just be who you are. Be who you are. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, is there anything else you need me to say to your children? Okay, family, let's just go right into prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord... I'm just praying that each one of my brothers and sisters, Father, just that you just show them 
them the beauty that's within themselves, Father. Just allow them to see that the whole time that they have been called and chosen. Hallelujah, because Lord, your word says many are called, but few are chosen, Father. And you have called them and you have chosen them, Father, for such a time as this. Now it's time to wear the crown on their heads, Father, and be all that you have called your children to be, Lord. And that's in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah, Father. I pray that all of your children receive such a self-esteem boost, Father. Hallelujah, that when they walk into the room, that the that the whole atmosphere of the room shifts, Father, in the name of Jesus. I pray that my brothers and sisters walk in the authority, hallelujah, that you have established over their life, Father, because you are so good. I pray that when people see your children, when they see myself, Father, that they see the you in us, Lord. I pray that people are, are able to see that we are the children of God. We are the true children of God when we walk into the room, Father. Hallelujah. I'm just praying that the atmosphere just gets shaken when your children walk in. Hallelujah. I pray that demons flee at the presence of your children, Father. And that's in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Glory be to God, Father, because you are so worthy. You are so worthy to be praised, Father. And you also said to walk into your courts with thanksgiving and praise, Lord. And I just thank you because you mighty. I thank you because you worthy. I thank you because Lord, before we, when we were nothing, you decided to turn us into something father. Hallelujah. When we didn't even exist, Lord, you see the fit to create us Lord and shape us in your image father. And I just thank you father. Cause you are so worthy. Hallelujah. Lord, I pray father. I pray that you strengthen each one of my brothers and sisters, Lord. And that's in Jesus mighty name that I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Family. Glory be to God. You have to remember, right? God made you because he wanted to. He didn't have to make you. He did not. You are sitting right there. You are standing up. You are doing whatever you are doing. You are driving the car because God has chose to make you. He has chose to come to give you life and give it to you more abundantly. Hallelujah. You walk in that. Walk in God has placed me on this earth for such a time as this. Hallelujah. Just pray that God, you seem fit to make me. Hallelujah. Just think about that. Where would you be if it wasn't for God? How could you exist if it wasn't for God? And give him all the glory. Hallelujah. And give him all the praise because he is worthy of it all. Hallelujah. Because he is the king of kings and he is the Lord of lords. Hallelujah. And I'm praying that you just catch the anointing to be unapologetically you. Catch this anointing. Hallelujah. Because the glory of God is here. He is in the midst and he wants you to catch the anointing to be unapologetically you. Hallelujah. I glorify you name father because you are worthy of all the praise hallelujah i'm telling you when the presence of the lord show up you just go and praise and worship because he is so good and he is so mighty hallelujah and we beat ourselves up because we just be feeling like we're not perfect i'm not this but like that song has said never have i been perfect but i've been chose hallelujah when you go read the bible and you read every person's jacked up story. You still see that they are called. They were called and they are chosen. Hallelujah. For such a time as that. Hallelujah. Look at David. Hi, 
Hallelujah. David had the whole kingdom. And David was far from perfect. Hallelujah. Uh, glory be to God. You got to look at Adam. Adam had full access to God. He was called and chosen, but he wasn't perfect. Hallelujah. Stop feeling like you got to be perfect. Stop feeling like you got to be perfect for that marriage because it's not about you being perfect. Listen, Ruth, before she met Boaz, she wasn't even a believer. She just decided to go follow Naomi. And she said that your God will be my God. That's what you got to remember. She gave her life to the Lord right before she met Boaz. So stop thinking that you got to be perfect to get that marriage in the name of Jesus. Look at brother Paul. Brother Paul was on his way to kill Christians. He was he was uh, persecuting Christians, okay, in the name of Jesus. Well, he wasn't persecuting them in the name of Jesus, but you know, I, I catch the fire of God. That's all I'm saying. Catch the fire of God. But Paul was on his way and Jesus knocked him off the high horse. Holly. Hallelujah. And then a couple days later, Paul was preaching the good word. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Stop thinking you got to be perfect. That is a lie from the enemy. Hallelujah. Because you're not going to be perfect. You're not. And that's what makes you perfect. Because you're not perfect. You are perfect for the job. Because you're not perfect. If you think you're perfect, if you think you're perfect, you got that pride feeling like you're perfect. God don't want that. He wants the person. He's like, you perfect for the job because you're not perfect. Hallelujah. Stop thinking that. We could go on and on about the people. Are you serious? We got brother Peter. Brother Peter denied Jesus. But he was called and he was chosen. They said that Peter would just walk by and people would get healed by his shadow. They would be just seeking after Peter's shadow. And he denied the Lord. Come on. Come on. Get up. Take your jail clothes off and go be yourself. Stop stop condemning yourself. Stop feeling like you got to do it like this person. You got to talk like this person and be yourself. By the power of God. Hallelujah. Because he's worthy. He is worthy. The, the, the Lord don't even condemn us. And if we be feeling like we can condemn ourselves. Who are you? And you can't condemn yourself if God don't even condemn you. Who do you think you are? In the name of Jesus. Hold on. Hold on. I'm about to come out in a minute. Hold on. God kids calling me, but the Lord's word will come forth in the name of Jesus. And I pray that you catch the fire of God right now. I pray that you catch the fire of God and you decide that I'm going to be me. I'm going to stop being like everybody else and I'm going to be me. Hallelujah. You just, we just read. We got a sneak peek of how Esther just walked into the kingdom and such favor came upon her. Such grace came upon her. Such mercy came upon her by the power of God. And that's what he wants to do for you. Okay. He wants to, he placed, he already placed you here, but he needs you to see that you are made for a time such as this. Okay. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Family. I love y'all. Okay.
But most importantly, let's say it together. But most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye. Okay, fam, I know I said bye, but it's some more from the throne. So, we're going to just keep it going. I'm not going to make a whole new video. We're just going to um, just keep this going, okay? And we're going to talk about Luke 20 because the Lord needs you to know that you have to walk in the authority. You have to walk in the authority as Christ walked in his authority. It's going to be people trying to question your authority, but you got to be like Christ. Christ knew, like Jesus knew, right? Like, he knew who he was. He was unapologetically him. He was just like, listen, let, let's just read it. So let's go to Luke 20, starting at verse 1. One day, as Jesus was teaching the people and preaching the good news in the temple, the leading priests, the teachers of religious laws, and the elders came up to him. They demanded, by what authority are you doing all these things? Who gave you the right? And then this is what Jesus said, y'all. He said, let me ask you a question first. He replied, did John's authority to baptize come from heaven or was it merely human? They talked it over. You see how Jesus didn't just shrink back and be like, oh, they're questioning me. No, Jesus knew the authority that he carried. He knew the authority that was within him. So he said, hold up, wait a minute. Let me ask you a question first, because the authority, because I know the authority I got and the authority I got is, is greater than the authority in the world. So let me ask you a question first. They talked it over amongst themselves. If we say it is from heaven, he will ask, well, why didn't we believe John? But if we say it is merely human, the people will stone us because they are convinced John was a prophet. So they finally replied that they didn't know. And Jesus responded. Then I won't tell you by what authority I do these things. Period. Well, Jesus didn't say period, but I am period. Period. And that's how you got to be, family. Because you already know that the world wants to corrupt what God has said is good. And we as his children, we are called to walk in the authority of Christ. And when people be like, well, what authority do you say this? It's by the authority of the living God. But first of all, before I even answer you, because you questioning my authority, let me ask you a question first. Let me ask you a question first. That's how you be unapologetically you because you know the beauty that is within you and you know the fullness of God is, is backing you in the name of Jesus. So you walk in that authority knowing that your father will never leave you nor forsake you. Hallelujah. You hold your head up high. Hallelujah. So your crown don't slip. Okay. You got to hold your head up high. When people, when you see these, these, um, worldly people wearing their crowns, when they sitting on their thrones, right? Do you see them holding their head down or do they hold their head high? Because your crown can slip. If you holding your head down, that crown is heavy. And I'm telling you, hold your head up and know it's by the authority of God. When someone questions your authority, don't shrink back. You have an answer for them by the leading of the spirit. Now I ain't saying what to tell you exactly what to say. Cause I don't know what question they're going to ask you, but by the leading of the spirit, you don't shrink back and be like, Oh, the religious law people are asking. No, you hold your head up high and you ask them by what authority are you asking me these things? By what authority? Who gave you the authority? You feel me, family? And then we see, even after <laughs> Jesus answered their questions, he gave them a parable after that. 
Let's read the parable. Now, Jesus turned to the people again and told them this story. A man planted a vineyard, leased it to the tenant farmers and moved to another country to live for several years. At the time of the grape harvest, he sent out his his servants to collect his share of the crop. But the farmers attacked the servant, beat him up and sent him back empty handed. So the owner sent another servant, but they also insulted him, beat him up and sent him away empty handed. A third man was sent and they wounded him and chased him away. What will I do? The owner asked himself. I know I'll send my cherished son. True. Surely they will respect him. But when the tenant farmer saw his son, they said to each other, here comes the heir to the estate. Let's kill him and get the estate for ourselves. So they dragged him out of the vineyard and murdered him. What do you suppose the owner of the vineyard will do to them? Jesus asked. I will tell you, he will come and kill those farmers and lease the vineyard to others. How terrible that such a thing should should ever happen his listeners protested. Jesus looked at them and said, then what does this scripture mean? The stone that the builders rejected has now become the cornerstone. Everyone who stumbles over the stone will be broken into, broken to pieces and it will crush anyone it falls on. The teachers of the religious law and the leading priests wanted to arrest Jesus immediately because they realized he was telling the story against them. They were the wicked farmers, but they were afraid of the people's reaction. Hallelujah. Uh, Glory be to God. You see the authority? Jesus knew the authority he carried. He knew that his father sent him for such a time as that. Hallelujah. And that's how you got to be, okay? You got to know that the world will hate you because you are not part. Part of it because God has chose you to come out of the world so it hates you so you know the authority that God called me out of the world so I know you're going to hate me but the authority that I have is greater than the authority that you got family that's how you gotta be be unapologetically you with your authority drip in the authority of Christ that's how you really can be dripping dripping in the cross in the um dripping with the cross too you can drip with the cross but drip in the authority of Christ. Hallelujah. He never folded on us. Jesus didn't say, oh, well, y'all got this. He didn't say that in the Garden of Gethsemane. It says that he got up. Hallelujah. And even when they asked for, for where Jesus was at, when he said, I am, it says that as soon as he said, I am, the word says that they drew back and fell. That's the authority that lives in you. You got to walk in the authority. You got to know that I am, I am child. Hallelujah. You got to know that that power that caused the men to fall back lives in you. Hallelujah. All you got to do is say, my God is I am. Jesus Christ is I am in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Family, we will listen. We get lit and turned up all day because I, I want to drip in the authority of Christ. And I pray to God that you drip in the authority of Christ yourself. Hallelujah. Father, I pray that your children begin to drip in the authority that you have placed within us. Hallelujah. That we shall go and do the good work that you have created within us, Lord. And that's in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Family, drip in the authority. Drip in your anointing. Hallelujah. Do it. Do it, family. Do it because God is going to give you the grace. Ask your gracious God. Ask your gracious God for the grace. He won't rebuke you for asking grace. The word says it. 
Oh, he is so good. He is so good. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. It says everyone who stumbles over the that stone will be broken to pieces. It will crush anyone it falls on. Hallelujah. You got to know that if God is for me, I shall not fail in the name of Jesus. That's what you got to know. Hallelujah. You have to know that you can sit back and rest and God will fight for you. That's how you walk in the authority. You walk in your authority by knowing that I'm not doing this alone. Hallelujah. But when I submit to my God, he fights my battles. That's why a few podcasts back, we was talking about this battle is not yours. This battle don't belong to you. You tired because this battle that you fighting ain't yours to fight. You just walk in the authority of knowing that my God got me. Hallelujah. You walk in the authority. Though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. That's how you walk in the authority. Glory be to God. Glory be to God, family. That's how you walk in it, though. Yeah, you can walk in the valley with the shadow of death, but you shall fear no evil. Because what? Because his rod and his staff, they comfort and they protect you. Okay? That's how you walk in the authority. Know that God just gives it to you because he's merciful, because he's gracious. Hallelujah. Just know because of the unfailing love. Hallelujah. That God has for you, that you just can walk in the anointing of God. Hallelujah. Be you, family, in Jesus' name, okay? (laughs) I love y'all, okay? But most importantly, Jesus does y'all. Bye. Fam, I'm on in another thing today, okay? And another thing. I know I said bye, but the fire of God is consuming me today. So I need you to go to John 15. Hallelujah. Let's go to John 15. And let's go to verse 20. Hallelujah, okay? Hallelujah. Because it ain't over until the Holy Spirit say it's over. Okay? In the name of Jesus. Okay? So if I got to keep coming back because I got the fire of God, be prepared. I'm just not about to start a whole new video. But we can just keep at well, podcast if we can just keep on adding to this. So it says, let's start at verse 18. If the world hates you, remember that it hated me first. The world will love you as one of its own if you belong to it. But you are no longer a part of the world. I chose you to come out of the world. So it hates you. There the Lord go again with the I chose you. Do you remember what I told you? A slave is not greater than the master. Since they persecuted me, naturally they will persecute you. And if they had listened to me, they will listen to you. They will do all all of this to you because of me for they have rejected the one who sent me they would not be guilty if i had not come and spoken to them but now they have no excuse for their sin hallelujah anyone who hates me also hates my father if i hadn't done such miraculous signs among them that no one else could do they would not be guilty but as it is they have seen everything i did yet they still hate me and my father this fulfills what is written in the scriptures they hated me without cause but i will send you the advocate the spirit of truth he will come to you from the father and will testify all about 
about me. And you must also testify about me because you have been with me from the beginning of my ministry. Hallelujah. Oh, glory be to God. The Lord says the advocate will come in the spirit of truth. Hallelujah. And he will come from the father and will testify all about him. Hallelujah. The, the, the Holy Spirit testifies about Jesus being the truth. Hallelujah. About Jesus being the only way to the father. Yes, I said it. And I say it again for the people in the back. Jesus is the only way to the father in the name of Jesus. He's only the one way to the father. And his name is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Yes, I said it. If you want to hear me say it again, just keep on rewinding it back. Because I said it. Yes, I did. And it says, and you must also testify about me because you have been with me from the beginning of my ministry. You have read the gospels. Hallelujah. You was with Jesus in the beginning. You have, you read how Jesus turned water into wine. Hallelujah. You, you see how if he had two fish and five loaves, you see that. Hallelujah. Glory be to God and the spirit bear witness with you that it was the truth. So you go out there and you profess the the truth in the name of Jesus. Catch the anointing. Hallelujah. Receive the spirit of God today. Hallelujah. If you haven't given your life to Jesus, give it to him today by the power of God. Hallelujah. I glorify his name because he is worthy of all the praise in Jesus mighty name. Hallelujah. Go out and start testifying about your God. Hallelujah. Overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony. Hallelujah. You've been with him from the beginning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You was with him when he, when he made his miracles, when he was casting out demons and you was with him when he was hanging on the cross, you read it. You was there with him and the spirit bore witness with you that that was the truth in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. A glory be to God. Catch the fire family. You got to catch the fire of God. Jesus said that he came to baptize you with fire. Hallelujah. Catch it. He said, I came to baptize you with fire. Catch the fire of God. Family, in the name of Jesus, tell the Lord, say, Jesus, I catch the fire. Hallelujah. I heard you baptized with fire and I'm ready to catch it. Hallelujah. The glory be to God because he is worthy. He is so worthy in Jesus name. Hallelujah. He told you, I'm sending the advocate. Tell him I received the advocate in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Just say it. Profess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah. And listen, because he said that every knee will bend and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord in the name of Jesus. So you may as well get started now. Get on your knees and profess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah. Your sister within her beauty. Just got on her knees and we can say it together that Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Humble yourself. Hallelujah. And get on your knees and profess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah. Profess it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Don't exalt yourself because every knee will bend. Hallelujah. So don't be thinking, oh, I don't got to do it. Oh, you will. Because he said every knee will bend and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah. And I'm just here to tell you. 
Hallelujah. Catch the fire of God while you can. Hallelujah. Just catch it. Catch the anointing while you can. Hallelujah. Repent for your sins while you can. Hallelujah. Because he not slow. He not slow because God's not a man of his word. He's, he's moving slow. Well, really now he's moving swiftly. But the people been thinking, right? Because you've been hearing Jesus is coming back for forever. And God, yes, because that is so. But Jesus, he's been take the Lord has been taking his time, right? He's been taking his time because he don't want to destroy you. He don't want you to feel his wrath. He don't want to destroy you. So he gave you time. But I'm here to tell you that this is the end times. Hallelujah. It's the end times. Hallelujah. So you better go and repent while you still can. Open your eyes and look how the world is changing before you. Hallelujah. Uh, Glory be to God. Repent family in the name of Jesus. I'm saying repent because that's what I hear the father saying. The father is saying repent. Hallelujah. Because he is good. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. 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 Catch the fire of God today. Okay. Just catch it. (laughs) Just catch it. Alright, one more thing. One more thing, family. Hold up. Hold up, family. Hallelujah. And Matthew chapter three, starting at verse 11, John the Baptist said, I baptize with, wait, hold on. Let's start it up a little higher at verse 10. Even now the acts of God's judgment is poised, ready to sever the roots of the trees. Yes. Every tree that does not produce good fruit will be chopped down and thrown into the fire. Hallelujah. I baptize with fire. Water, I baptize with water. I'm sorry, because that's the Lord. He's letting you know. He baptizes with fire. Hallelujah. I baptize with water. Those who repent of their sins and turn to God. But someone is coming who is greater than I am. So much greater that I'm not even worthy even to be his slave and carry his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Hallelujah. He is ready to separate the chaff from the wheat with his winnowing fork. Then he will clean up the threshing area, gather the wheat into his barn, and burn the chaff with the never-ending fire. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, Glory be to God because he is so good because the Lord gives you warning after warning after warning after warning. When do you think he gonna move? What do you think? Save yourself from this crooked generation. Hallelujah. Uh, glory be to God. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because that's that's another one. That's another one. Hold on, because listen, because the Lord, he's telling you, family, early in this podcast, I told you, I told you that I was reading a word today. Hallelujah, Lord. We go in there because we follow on the leading of the spirit. And I will say all that my father has called me to say. Hallelujah. Uh, glory be to God. Hold on. Hold on. Whew, let's um Makai seven. Let's go to 
Let's just start reading the whole thing. It says, how miserable I am. I feel like the fruit picker after the harvest who can find nothing to eat. Not a cluster of grapes or a single early fig can be found to satisfy my hunger. The godly people have disappeared. Not one honest person is left on the earth. They are all murderers setting traps even for their own brothers. Both their hands are equally skilled at doing evil. Officials and judges alike demand bribes. The people with influence get what they want and together they scheme to twist justice. Hallelujah. Even the best of them is like a brewer. The most honest is as dangerous as a hedge of thorns. But your judgment day is coming swiftly now. Hallelujah. We were talking family about the Lord saying that he's coming swiftly. And the word says right here, but your judgment day is coming swiftly now your time of punishment is here a time of confusion don't trust anyone not your best friend or even your wife for the son despises his father and the daughter defies her mother the daughter-in-law defies her mother-in-law your enemies are right in your own household as for me i look to the lord for help i i wait confidently for god to save me and my god will certainly hear me do not Glow over me, my enemies. For though I fall, I will rise again. Though I sit in darkness, the Lord will be my light. I will be patient as the Lord punishes me, for I have sinned against him. But after that, he will take my case and give me justice for all I have suffered from the enemies. Hallelujah. That's a word for somebody. Hallelujah. Because you feel like the enemy got you up against the wall. Hallelujah. You feel like that God has left you. Hallelujah. You feel like that that the Lord is punishing you. You feel like that the Lord is angry with you. Hallelujah. But the Lord is getting ready to bring justice. Hallelujah. And he is ready to give you justice for all that you have suffered from from your enemies in the name of Jesus. Take this word and keep this word. Take it and store it in your heart. Say justice is coming to the land. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord will bring me into the light and I will see his righteousness. Then my enemies will see that the Lord is on my side. They will be ashamed that they have taunt me saying, so where is the Lord, that God of yours? With my own eyes, I will see their downfall. Hallelujah. The Lord is saying that with your own eyes you will see their downfall that they will be trampled like mud in the streets in that day Israel your city will be rebuilt hallelujah the Lord is going to rebuild you hallelujah and your borders will be extended people from many lands will come and honor you from Assyria all the way to the towns of Egypt from Egypt all the way to the Euphrates River and from the distant seas and the mountains but the land will be Become empty and desolate because of the wickedness of those who live there. Hallelujah. Oh Lord, protect your people with my shepherd's staff. Lead your flock, your special possession. Though they live alone in the thicket on the heights of Mount Carmel, let them graze in the fertile pastures of Bashan and Gilead as they did long ago. Yes, says the Lord. It says, yes, says the Lord. I will do mighty miracles for you. Hallelujah. I'm taking that for myself in the name of Jesus. He said, yes, says the Lord. I will do mighty miracles for you like those I did when I rescued you from slavery in Egypt. Hallelujah. The Lord is telling us you're about to see me do something mightier 
your grave. Hallelujah. Think back at how he, how he saved the uh, Israelites from the Egyptians. Hallelujah. You about to see a move of God such as that. Hallelujah. All the nations of the world will stand in amaze at what the Lord will do for you. They will be embarrassed at their feeble power. They will cover their mouths in silent awe. Death to everything around them. Like snakes crawling from their holes, they will come out to meet the Lord our God. They will fear him greatly, trembling in the terror at his presence. Where is another God like you? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, glory be to God, family. Hallelujah. Who pardons the guilt of the remnant? Overlooking the sins of the special people, you will not stand angry with your people forever because you delight in showing unfailing love. Once again, you will have compassion on us. You will trample our sins under your feet and throw them into the depths of the ocean. You will show us your faithfulness and unfailing love as you promised to our ancestors, Abraham and Jacob, long Go in the name of Jesus. The Lord has brought to my attention. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. If somebody that's listening to this under the sound of my voice, hallelujah, and you are worried about getting the vaccine in the name of Jesus, and the Lord says, worry not, because he provides all your needs. Hallelujah. What is a mere human to the power of God? Hallelujah. Glory be to God. He said, worry not. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, you. Yes, you. Worry not in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Uh, Glory be to God. Lord, hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hold on. Hold on. Cause see, I'm I'm cool. Uh, I'm cool. Uh, okay, I'm going from glory to glory to glory, family. I'm praying that you catch the fire of God, and you shall go from glory to glory of glory in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hold on. Let's go to. Hold on. Let's go to Acts chapter 2. Verse 40. Okay, let's, okay. Let's go to verse 38 first. Peter replied, each of you must repent of your sins and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. This promise is to you, to your children, and to those far away. All who have been called by the Lord our God. Hallelujah. All that have been called by the Lord our God. Hallelujah. Then Peter continued preaching for a long time, strongly urging all his listeners, save yourself from this crooked generation. Hallelujah. And the Lord is telling me to tell you, save yourself from this crooked generation. Hallelujah. You know the Lord has called you. You're on this podcast because the Lord has called you. You are hearing this because the Lord has called you. 
Save yourself from this crooked generation in the name of Jesus. Save yourself. Hallelujah. Hey, you know how you save yourself? You tell the Lord, I give my life to you, God. Hallelujah. 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 Glory be to God. Because your life is with him anyway. Your life belongs to Christ anyway. Hallelujah. He bought you for a price. He bought you with his blood. Hallelujah. Give it to him. Hallelujah. Because it's already his. Hallelujah. Uh, Glory be to God. Hallelujah, Lord. Is there anything else you need me to say, Father? Use me, Lord. Use me in the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. He said, get ready. Because I'm getting ready to move mightily in this hour. Hallelujah. The nations will be in awe, he said. He said, the nations shall be in awe. Hallelujah. He said that he has chose to use you. Hallelujah. You are his winnowing fork. Hallelujah. You see, we just read back in the word that he says that he's going to use his winnowing fork. Hallelujah. And the Lord says that you are his winnowing fork. Hallelujah. He shall set you on fire for him. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The harvest is ripe. Hallelujah. And the workers are few. Hallelujah. Go put your heart his clothes on. Hallelujah. Because the harvest is ripe. (laughs) He said the harvest is ripe. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Stop worrying about the things of this world. Don't let things of this world consume your mind. But keep your mind fixed on him, he says. Hallelujah. Keep your mind fixed on him, he says. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because he's worried because he's worthy hallelujah hallelujah it's somebody sitting there and they like how is God how is God gonna do it and he says you are the very one I'm gonna use to do it hallelujah glory be to God you be hearing that the harvest is ripe and you like God's about the harvest and that is so yes he's about the harvest but you are his harvester hallelujah Uh, glory be to God because God is so good he is so good good. Hallelujah. It's ripe. It is a ripe harvest. It's ripe. (laughs) Glory be to God. Family, I love y'all and I pray that you have caught the fire of God today. Hallelujah. I pray that God glorifies you so you can give glory back to him in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Family, okay. Okay. Get just brace yourself for this move of God. Brace yourself, okay? Brace yourself, okay? Brace yourself for this move of God. Because <laughs> it's going to be nothing like you expected. It's not going to be like what you think, okay? So brace yourself. <laughs> brace yourself in the name of Jesus. Okay, family? This, listen... I love y'all, but most importantly, Jesus love y'all, okay? And you will know if this is over or if it's another thing, if you'll hear my voice after this, okay? But yes, fam, brace yourself. (laughs) Brace yourself for the power of God. And I pray because it's going to be a good day and it's going to be a terrible day. But I pray, I pray that 
everyone under the sound of my voice is under repentance and you have pleaded the blood. Now get your harvest clothes on because the harvest is ripe. Okay. Get your, get your, uh, get your harvest instruments together. Okay. Cause the harvest is ripe. Okay. In Jesus name. Hallelujah. Bye.